everybody, welcome back to Cover B. Welcome back to Cover B. We are here with a graphic novelties. Yes. This is a spicy graphic novelty. It's naughty. So turn around <laughs> the pictures of grandma and grandpa, give the kids 10 bucks to go see a movie because this is a really horny book. <laughs> it's a good way to put it, yeah. It is, it is, it is three pepper spicy. It is quite mini pepper. <laughs> Uh, so we are talking about Chronophage. It's a book coming out of Humanoids, uh, by Tim Seeley and Elias Kiriazis. Uh, sorry if I butchered your last name, Elias. Uh, in this book we see, we follow Chloe, who is a single mother, uh, struggling with holding down two jobs while, uh, raising a teenage daughter who she has sometimes conflicts with uh she eventually finds her way into a very passionate and very physical relationship with a man named heath uh who is a traveling businessman of sorts uh and as time goes by things just start to work out for her um if the name of the book is any indication to you it should be clear that this is about time in some degree chronophage um, we start to find out that somebody is manipulating moments in Chloe's history to make sure that things work out for her. Uh, she's pursuing her dream of becoming a fashion designer by stitching together used pieces of clothing. Uh, and suddenly business starts doing really, really well. Uh, her relationship with her daughter does well and et cetera, et cetera. Um, things start to go her way. And we find out that it's somebody working angles in the background. T, what were your thoughts on this book? So, this book hit me for a lot of reasons. Um, I think it's interesting because it is a very spicy book. There's a lot of sex in this book. There's a lot of very visual splash pages of Chloe and Heath doing it. Um, it's never gratuitous, though. They <laughs> it's don't, not gratuitous. You know, it's, it's not. Just, it's mainly just boobs. And yeah, it's a lot of boobs people. and angles. Yeah, yeah. Like, like positions. Um but not a lot of, like, actual graphic stuff. Um, but there's just a lot of it. Um, I think the thing that stood out to me, though, is the relationship between Chloe and her daughter. Chloe is a single mom. Chloe was a teenage mom. Um, her daughter, Kai, is now the same age, just about maybe a year older than she was um, when she had Kai. Um, and the relationship between Chloe and Kai is so interesting and it's, it's very relatable. Um, as you know, I, it, there's a, there's a scene, um, where Kai and Chloe kind of discuss Heath and a relationship with Heath and Kai's like, I don't get good vibes. I feel like there's some weirdness happening here. We need to talk about this. And personally it hit a little bit home because as a kid of divorce and my mom remarried shortly thereafter my parents divorced. Mm -hmm. um, there were some of those conversations. And they felt similar. And as I was reading it, it's funny. Because as an adult, I can see it from both sides. Which is weird, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't always often get a, a, a relationship like that in TV and media. Where you're like, I understand entirely where Chloe's coming from. And Chloe has every right to do however she wants. But also I understand entirely where Kai's coming from. Because I was Kai. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just thought that was really interesting because the book does a really good job of 
nuancing that relationship, nuancing the different opinions, making both sides, both feelings, both perspectives very apparent and very valid. Mm -hmm. Neither one of them was wrong, you know, like and that's that's cool. A lot of these a lot of the times when you see a relationship like this between like a single mom or like a mom and a dad or a mom and a kid, usually there's an angle. Usually it's like, well, this person's right. You know, this person has the right idea. This person's right. This person's in the wrong. It didn't feel like that here. Mm -hmm. It felt like they, you know, neither one was at fault. Neither one was wrong. And I, I really appreciate that. I just, it, it helped me kind of relook at things and be like, oh, you know what? I totally see where Kai's coming from, but also, maybe I, (laughs) so that I, I really liked that the relationships in this book beyond the relationship with Chloe and Heath was really, really yeah. well fleshed out, very well articulated and very powerful. And that kind of plays into, you know, I guess the overall like message of the book, you know what I mean? Which is, it's all about timelines and the, the different things that can occur as we're like existing and making choices and having regrets and dealing with those regrets and dealing with mistakes and dealing with, you know, the less upbeat times of life and how do we deal with those. And, you know, it's it's this idea that you can try to create this perfect life and try to please everyone and try to, you know, take... She's constantly talking about taking these pieces and putting them into something magical and like you can try to force things to come out and be beautiful or you can just accept that there is space between these like happy moments and they're going to happen and it's going to be like there's going to be down times there's going to be less than great times uh and it's okay in those moments to wish that you had done something different or you know wish that you could change something but that's not always the best course of action right you know what i mean trying too hard to make something perfect you know and to make life perfect and to make a relationship with your daughter perfect you know if you control too much it can have adverse effects mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that's kind of the whole angle that Heath takes he literally and this is when we get into spoilers uh literally travels through his partner's timeline and tweaks things to make them perfect but it causes all this chaos and like decay along the way Mm -hmm. and you have timelines bleeding into each other and people not existing yeah and they're having horrible dreams that they you know of lives that they never lived and etc etc and it works out poorly for him he ends up biting the big one because of this he gets his comeuppance you know and it's very much the same with chloe and kai like their her relationship with her daughter is improved when she kind of loosens the reins a little bit and shows respect for her daughter Mm -hmm. but when she's trying to be very controlling very like in control of everything going on her daughter rebels against that and pulls against that you know and then I, i you know the book itself is also just about not accepting that everything isn't always going to be sunshine and roses and not feeling bad if you wished things were different, you know? Yeah. One of the recurring notes is that Chloe from time to time 
has said or felt or thought that she wishes she never had Kai. She wishes she never had a daughter. Does that mean she 100% means that? No. There might be moments where she feels that. But that isn't inherently the defining, you know, thing in her life is that she wishes she didn't have a daughter. No, it's more of a wonder. More of a, like, what would it be like mm-hmm. if I didn't have Kai? Yeah. Like, and it's it's nice, too, because they do a good job of, of showing toward the end, like... You're allowed to have these intrusive thoughts of like, what would this be like? What where I would where would I be? What would I be doing? Would I have achieved my goals? Would I have achieved mm. my dreams? And all of these things. But at the end of the day, you're in the place and time you're supposed to be in for a reason. Yeah. You know, the decisions you made, they may have led to hardships or whatever, but the place that you're in right now is where you're supposed to be, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. This book is incredibly deep. You yeah. know, beyond being quite erotic at times. It is <laughs> It's incredibly deep. It it and it's surprising how deep it goes. And it's just it's really fantastic in how it's put together. Uh the art is absolutely beautiful. Uh just wonderful, wonderful art throughout. Seely's story and his creation of these characters is fantastic. Um it's a cool book and it, it takes a really cool uh, approach to vampires, which I thought was neat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, having someone be a time vampire. Yeah. And so it, like, bleeds your more traditional thought of, like, oh, vampires are, like, attractive people that manipulate people into situations so that they can feed off of them. And adding in, like, an eldritch splash, uh, which, ironically, is also my favorite soda, eldritch splash. <laughs> um, that lemon-lime goodness. Yeah. <laughs> exactly um i forgot where i was the <laughs> joke was so bad um but yeah. yeah it it was a really cool take on uh vampires in general it was really neat i and there's it's interesting too because like toward the end you do get a little bit of like body horror weird mm. ookiness mm-hmm. but it it's nice because it kind of like it kind of like parallels the very erotic scenes in the beginning in the use of color, in the use of layout, in the use of structure and the like very like um, intentional positioning of both the body horror and also the, the, the coitus. (laughs) There's like parallels. And I think that was cool. And I think it gives more purpose to the, uh, the horniness as it were. Yeah, I agree. It was it was just shockingly deep and reflective and stoic. Um and it's it's cool topics to think about. It's cool ideas to think about. You know, everyone's had moments where they're like, oh, man, if only I had done it differently, but you know, you don't know who you would have been outside of that. You don't know what, you know, regret and mistakes are all learning experiences just as much as anything else so Mm -hmm. had you done it right would you have gotten the experience that you needed to then go on and do something else better or do something else that changes your life versus if oh you know i had this account that i totally messed up and we lost you know this really big successful thing and it cost me a promotion like that sucks but like what experience did you gain from that you know Oh, I had this relationship that just got really, really rocky and fell apart. And that sucks. You know, it's not great losing no. someone that you love. But what experiences did you learn? What, How did it strengthen you? And how did yeah. that make you into who you are? And would eliminating that 
make you something completely different, you know? I also want to give props to Tim Seeley for the um, macro to micro metaphors that he lays in this because there's the macro metaphor of like piecing together time and like piecing together experiences across like everyone and everything to the relationships that you have and the experiences you have in a personal life like in one person and and stitching together the experiences good and bad into a life worth living to the micro of her being a clothing seamstress where she takes bits and pieces from different fabrics and makes something new and beautiful out of bits and mm. pieces. And just the micro to macro of that is just really, really cool and well mm. done. Like I props to that. That was, that was neat. I it's a well done that. story. It's a really well constructed story. Comes with a lot of ideas, a lot of think pieces. It's cool. It's neat. Granted, it is also very adult. So yeah, if you're not into rampant sex scenes then you know like i said it doesn't get too gratuitous or pornographic but it's there so if it's not your cup of tea then maybe pass this one uh but i thought it was really really good it's very different from anything coming out of humanoids that i've ever experienced i've always kind of written humanoids off as this company that does like i don't know really like dune-esque like edgy sci-fi space stuff i've not engaged with a lot of their stuff um so this one took me by surprise just being a very grounded kind of still sci-fi to an extent but very grounded very real people kind of story yeah uh, it was neat it is uh $20 19.99 for those in america 26.99 if you're canadian uh like i said coming out of humanoids nice little trade paperback chronophage Highly recommend. Yeah, cool definitely book. go go pick really, this one really up neat. if if you're if you're of the right age appropriate level. And if you're not, tell your mom you're going out to buy, or you're going to the library to study. Wink. <laughs> and then get your fake, <laughs> get your fake ID because we know everyone at comic shops cards people. <laughs> uh, anyway, don't 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 do that. Don't do that. I mean, do do it. Who cares? Death to censorship. <laughs> Don't don't tell anyone that we're the reason you're doing it. How yeah, about just that? don't. If your mom <laughs> gets mad, um, tell them that Joe Rogan told you. There you go. To go get this. That's book. right. Uh, she could take it up with him, and then maybe we could rise the ladder of podcast. No, not that far. We're coming up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, kind of a quick episode, but uh, we appreciate you being here. Yeah. If you want more episodes of Cover B, including other graphic novels that we like and have suggested in the past, you can find them on our website, CoverBPodcast.com. That's right. And you can follow us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, at CoverBPodcast. So thanks again for listening. As always, I have been Chris. This has been T. It's true. And you've been listening to, to Cover, Cover B. B. Bye, everybody.